support the bill, how frequently you should post on the various platforms. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. This is David Allen, of course, from uh, MakeWordsPay.com. And we're here today with a very special guest. Uh, she is a PR specialist and a social media specialist. And uh, she has a rather long uh, career in various different media, which she'll tell you about in a second. Erica Taylor Montgomery, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, David. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really interested to hear uh, some of the things you have to say. I was looking over your bio, and you have a very long and interesting history of uh, the different things you've been involved with, uh, sort of uh, all, in the, all in similar veins, perhaps, but sort of uh, very disparate in different ways as well. So maybe uh, take us back to sort of the beginning of all this and sort of give us the uh, superhero origin story, the career trajectory that brings us up to speed. Sure. Uh, well, I actually started right out of college in my initial career of choice, which was broadcasting. Mm. And I worked um, on air in the San Francisco Bay Area, both television and radio for about 20 years, mostly doing morning shows. And in order to do that, you have to get up very early in the morning, <laughs> what's considered middle of the night to most people, I'm talking about 2 or 3 a.m. Wow. Um, and after doing that for over a dozen years, it was just very difficult to do. I had a young son at the time, and it's not really conducive to family life if you have to go to bed at 6 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> so, um, so I decided it was time for a career change, and I wanted to utilize my broadcast skills without necessarily being on the air. So I did some job research and I came up with the field of public relations. It's really dealing with the media in so many ways, but um, not actually being in the press. So I uh, was fortunate enough to get a job at a well-known public relations agency in Silicon Valley. Got my feet wet in PR, learned everything I could and worked my way up from a junior account manager to the uh, director of media relations for the entire agency. And then wow. um, I'm the person who likes to keep growing and learning <laughs> new things. And after a few years there, I felt like, all right, I've taken everything I can from this experience. And now I need to go do something bigger, better, different where I can learn more. So I dove into the um, world of politics and became a press secretary for the California State Legislature. And that lasted for a couple of years until I was thoroughly finished with politics. <laughs> you know, this kind of, it's, yeah, it's kind of ironic that we're talking about this today on the, on the, on the day that uh, James Comey is giving his testimony. <laughs> I know, isn't it? I know. Oh, my goodness. So true. So true. So, so you got, yeah, sick, you got sick of politics. I could see that happen. Absolutely got sick of politics, yes. <laughs> So I failed from that and really had two choices. I knew that I could go back to work for another Silicon Valley PR firm and 
uh, make close to a six-figure income and work 70, 80 hours a week, or I could do something different. And at that time of my life, it was really more about quality of life and family time and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And so I decided to do something crazy because all my friends and family thought I was nuts. But (laughs) I decided to go into business for myself, started Three Girls Media, and actually we just celebrated our 12th anniversary of being in business on June 5th. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, you started in 2005. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, 12 years, I think, is a pretty good track record. And that brings us up to where we are today. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's uh, quite now you and you sort of maybe glossed over it a bit. But one of the things I found interesting was that you had done some public relations work with uh, NBC. I sure did. Absolutely. Maybe maybe talk a bit about that because that's one of the things that sort of jumped out at me uh, that maybe, you know, the average uh, person might be uh, listening to this might want to hear about. Sure. Well, um, that happened while I was working for the uh, large Silicon Valley PR firm. One of mm-hmm. the accounts that we got in was NBC. And so I was put in charge of that account. And we ended up uh, really doing some fun things that I was able to take the lead on. Everything from working with the cast of Will and Grace and doing some promotional things with them uh, from specific ads that they were um, recording that were going to play in the San Francisco Bay Area where we were, Mm. that were very localized. When we were done with the shoot for the day, they invited me out to dinner with them, and I was the whole cast, and I thought, wow, (laughs) this is really nice and amazing. So that was kind of a neat experience. Yeah, and then the other uh, people that I worked with pretty closely was the cast of Crossing Jordan, which was another NBC show. So it was definitely fun working in the more Hollywood entertainment realm as opposed to local radio and TV that I was used to. That's very cool. Very interesting. Yeah, that sort of jumped off the page when I was reading about you. I thought that, yeah, that's very just a very interesting sort of anecdote uh, for people who can remember uh, those shows too, I guess. <laughs> right. It's been a while. Am I, am I aging myself at this point? Yeah, well, I think <laughs> we may be aging both of us then because I asked about it. So now that brings us up to speed. So you have a PR agency, like you mentioned, Three Girls Media, so celebrating your 12th anniversary. What kind of companies are you working with nowadays? That's a great question. Uh, you know, we really work with small and medium-sized businesses who are looking to um, improve their branding, uh, name recognition, and drive publicity about their business in a variety of ways, whether it's through traditional PR and maybe pitching a product or a service to the media for coverage, or maybe it's um, positioning a product that they have. Uh, seeing if we can get the media to request samples and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. or publicize a service. And then also, the one thing that we do quite a bit of now is social media. And that's because so many small and mid-sized business owners simply do not have the time, the expertise, or the bandwidth to deal with posting on social media like they should be. And right. so we're able to take that on as sort of the wizards behind the curtain and make them look great on social media. So that, those are the two main focuses, sort of traditional public relations stuff and social media. Yeah, I'd say so. And even more than um, social media, I would also say content marketing. Um, okay. And certainly social media is part of content marketing. Sure. But we also provide a lot of services that some of your audience may be interested in, um, like blogging, for example, or e-newsletters. 
And I know that you have a lot of um, uh, freelance writers in Mm -hmm. your audience. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that we're always looking for is people who'd like to have a guest post on our blog. Um, And so if any of your uh, listeners are interested in submitting a guest post that would appear on the Three Girls Media website, we're more than happy to vet that and help how we can. Awesome. Awesome. So people out there and uh, who knows, I might even do one myself. You never know. So (laughs) exactly. So let's, let's dive into some PR stuff. Like as a copywriter myself, one of the things I constantly run into is that there seems to be, and and this may not apply specifically to PR, but you may have some ideas is I run into people making, you know, businesses I work with, they run into this, they do the same, they're making the same mistakes basically. Mm -hmm. So there's a, you know, a sort of initial period where you're, you're correcting the same things almost with every client that I, that I run into because it's sort of, everyone sort of has misinterpreted things perhaps in the the exact same way. And it's always like a me, me too, uh, types of stuff. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to PR, are people doing PR and they're doing it wrong? Are they not even aware that PR is a tool? Like what has been in your experience? Well, my experience when it comes to working with small and mid-sized businesses is initially a lot of them think I can't possibly afford PR. Mm. Most of them are under the impression that they're going to be asked for a very large retainer, something in the very minimum of three to $5,000 a month. Mm. And that's something that's simply out of their grasp. So I think a lot of them simply don't consider it because there's an impression that they couldn't afford it. And secondarily, I think that some of them have the impression that PR is not for me. I don't know what it would do for my business. Uh, I'm not quite sure how it works. So I think there's a lot of education that's needed to really let business owners know what PR really is, what it, what we can do for their business, and that it is not necessarily cost prohibitive, especially when you're working with an agency like Three Girls Media. Right. And what do you think drives, in your opinion, what is driving that perception that people have that it maybe is like wildly expensive and sort of out of their range? Well, the bottom line is it's true. For in most cases, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> there is that, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's that, you know. Uh, um, and and it, it, it's sad, I think, because mm-hmm. it really does put the, the budget out of range, I think, for most small and mid-sized businesses. And There are some companies like Three Girls that buck the system. Mm -hmm. We're certainly the minority, not the majority. Mm -hmm. But if you do search around, you can find the occasional agency here and there that prices things a little bit differently. So at Three Girls Media, rather than asking for thousands of dollars for a monthly retainer, Mm -hmm. instead, we offer all of our services on an a la carte menu. So what that means is, is that instead of paying us $5,000 a month to do a variety of activities for you, if all you really need is blogging help and you just want us blogging for you once a week, hey, we can do that. And it's only going to cost you a tiny bit of money uh, and so on and so forth. So I think that there are exceptions, but unfortunately, the perception is true. Right. Because it is very expensive. For most people they would contact, it's pretty expensive. Right. Exactly. All right. So you have this a la carte menu, if you will, uh, of services. So maybe run down some of those things. Maybe some things people, like you said, the content marketing, the blogging and so for posting on social media, perhaps. What are some of the things that maybe aren't 
readily spring to mind for people out there that have businesses already? Sure. Well, one of the most cost-effective tools um, that there is in terms of content marketing is an e-newsletter. And I think that a lot of uh, business owners are missing out on that opportunity of regularly communicating with their customer base, potential customers, uh, previous customers. It's something that we do very well. So we'll do everything from create a template for you in the e-news platform of your choice, uh, mm-hmm. Some common ones are, uh, we really like to work with MailChimp, for example. Mm-hmm. There's also Constant Contact and some others. But we'll create the template so it uh, matches your brand and your website. We'll create all of the content for you and do all of the writing. And then we will send the newsletter out to your uh, list and your database. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's a great way, I think, to promote what's going on in your business. Uh, not only on the public front, for example, like sales you may be having or products or services that you want to highlight for mm-hmm. a particular month or season, but also it's a great way to let your readers into your business kind of behind the scenes. And I think that's also something that business owners often miss out on is that people like to know who they're doing business with. So if you can give your e-newsletter readers a little peek behind the business, who's your team member? Where do you work? What's your office culture like? That sort of thing. I think that's a great to put in the e-newsletter as well. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with what you uh, just said in regards to, to email marketing, certainly. And of course, uh, everyone in the Mc, at the Mc Method, I uh, think, feels the same way. Uh, I'm, about yeah. to give, I'm about to give my own uh, seminar here upcoming about, I could really consider email like one of those sort of small business, almost like a small business secret weapon, because it doesn't seem like yeah. many people are utilizing it the way they could be. And maybe it's stuff like this that will uh, help spread the word, uh, but that it can be, I mean, especially uh, like online, it's still the highest uh, return on investment uh, thing you can do. No question. Absolutely. Positively. And so people, if you're not, uh, if you're listening to this and you listen to Eric and I jam about this stuff, then you should be, uh, you should be killing it with email because it's, uh, you know, it's cost effective, obviously. And, uh, and, and it can, it can make it work. I've seen it work wonders. So aside from that and in the blogging and uh, I'm assuming you guys do posting on other uh, social media platforms such as, you know, Twitter, Instagram, any number of Absolutely. other ones I'm not even probably even familiar with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We basically manage most social media sites for our clients, everything from LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, uh, we can manage any of those. And I think one of the things that makes Three Girls different than Mm -hmm. a lot of other companies that do social media Mm -hmm. is that we actually create all of the content for you. We do not rely on our clients to come up with the content and send us articles or pictures or memes or those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. We find them ourselves or we created ourselves in terms of customized means that are specialized just for your business and that sort of thing. And I think that that's one thing that a lot of other social media companies don't do. Yeah. I think you're actually, you have just basically like an arm of the small business in terms of like, it's your, almost like your own little marketing department. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Now maybe let's talk before we go back to PR a bit and maybe dive into that. Let's talk more about social media. So things like Twitter and Instagram for people that maybe aren't at the level yet that they're going to be able to afford 
to hire somebody to do that for them. You know, what is sort of the three girls media approach to doing some of this stuff? Maybe explain some of your approaches to that, that, that work on these various uh, platforms, because I can speak from my own personal experience. Like I, I do some tweeting and stuff of some of the podcast episodes and, and some of the stuff I write, but in regards to like Instagram and, and some of the other ones, I'm completely clueless. So maybe talk about the different, some of these different platforms and sort of uh, different approaches to what makes these things work. You bet. You know, I think that the number one mistake that small and medium-sized business owners make when they start managing their own uh, platforms, be it Twitter or Instagram or any of them, is that they really make it all about themselves. They're posting content only about their business or their products or their services or an event and not really mentioning anything else of value for their followers. And that is definitely a novice mistake. What we really recommend is that companies follow what we call the 80-20 rule of social media. And what the 80-20 rule says is that 20% of the time absolutely should be plugging your business in, in any way, shape, or form, whether it's telling your readers about a product or a service or an event or whatever it may be, giving them a behind the scenes look of the company. All that stuff is great, but only 20% of the time uh, that should happen. The other 80% of your content on social media should not be self-promotional. Instead, it should be content that's related to your brand, but not necessarily about your brand. So for example, one of our clients is a well-known nursery in the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm -hmm. We're managing their social media. And instead of posting things about, we have these flowers on sale, <laughs> instead we may post, here's a great article about flowers that are good to plant right now. Or here's how you care for things that you just planted in terms of fertilization and things like that. So you can see where it's related to the nursery, but it's not talking about their their products or services specifically. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's very so. You're it's like an educational approach where you're sort of educating people about your knowledge, and then you know the other twenty, like you said, the other twenty percent of the time, you're saying, "Well, we have this stuff uh, actually for you." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. So I think following the 80-20 rule is sort of a, a thing that people in the industry, uh, social media management industry, like uh, Three Girls Media know, but a lot of novice businesses don't know. So that's a good tip that they can take away. And then the other thing that I hear a lot from potential clients is that, oh, well, we're only posting once or twice a week because mm -hmm. we don't want to spam our our followers, you know, we don't want to overwhelm them with too much content. And I appreciate that sentiment, but unfortunately it's totally wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I knew that was know, coming somewhere there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not the way to go. With social media, what is so important is uh, frequency and consistency. Mm. So you need to be posting daily on your various social media platforms. And depending on the platform, uh, perhaps it's called for to post multiple times a day. Each social media platform has their own kind of uh, rules, if you will, mm -hmm. or recommendations for how frequently you should post. So for example, on Twitter, it's recommended that you can post three to five times a day. Now, that may seem like a crazy amount of posting, but the reason behind that is because 
the lifespan of a tweet is less than 60 minutes. And what that means is that after 60 minutes, it is so far down in your followers' newsfeed that they're not going to see it anymore. And so if you're only posting once a day, you only have an opportunity to catch a very small portion of people who are following you on that platform. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's important to know how frequently you should post on the various platforms. Yeah. Now, if people want to get in touch with uh, Three Girls Media, or they want to get in touch with you personally, Erica, uh, what's the best way to do that? I would say the easiest way is through our website. Um, If you go to our contact page at threegirlsmedia.com, there's a form there that you can fill out. There's also an email, info at threegirlsmedia.com. And that info at threegirlsmedia.com comes directly to me. So I'm the info person. uh, And you can reach me there. Um, Also, there are phone numbers on our website. Uh, You can call me. Those are cell phone numbers that come directly to me. So I'm very easily accessible. And I should mention, uh, with the URL of our name, Three Girls Media, it is the word three all spelled out. So T-H-R-E-E girlsmedia.com. And also you can follow us uh, on social media, both me personally and Three Girls. And uh, if you're on Instagram, I also highly recommend that you follow our office dog, Essie. Well, I want to really uh, thank you for coming on the show today, Erica. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. And I think you've given a lot of great information for our audience that people can go out and immediately put into play. And if not, uh, come to you guys to, to get it done for them. I really appreciate the time, David. It's been really enjoyable talking to you. And thank you so much for having me on the show. No problem. Everybody else, of course, we'll be back again next week with another edition of the podcast. And hopefully we'll have someone as uh, fun to talk to and as educational and uh, and just uh, joy as uh, Erica has been today. So until then, uh, we'll talk to everybody. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.